Hi, Erica. Welcome to the Reasons to be Happy podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad you're here. I've been wanting to do this for a while, so it's awesome that we've found the time to connect and chat with a fellow podcaster. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess just, you know, speaking about podcasts, maybe you could share a little bit about, Mm -hmm. you know, who you are, a little summary of, you know, what inspired you to start your own podcast, the Take 30 podcast. Okay, so well, um, hello, everybody. If you guys don't know me, my name is Erica. I am 23 years old. I currently live in the Tampa Bay area. So right now I'm in school actually studying cybersecurity. However, my podcast is not anything cybersecurity related. So my podcast is called Take 30. Um, We speak on topics like mental health related, like self love, self care. Mm -hmm. Um, And I share, you know, my personal story with social anxiety. And I also amplify other voices to share their own journey so that we can get the conversation started. Because mental health is a it's one of those topics that it's like there's a stigma behind it. Yeah, it's so important to be more open about it and spread awareness and reassure people that they're not alone if they are struggling with their mental health. But yeah, that's awesome that you're you're using your platform to do that. I guess you kind of went into what your podcast is about. When did you start it and what inspired you to do that? I mean, I know it's kind of like putting yourself out there. I can relate big time on that. So what inspired your podcast? And then what are some of the general themes that you discuss? You mentioned mental health and things like that. I started my podcast six months ago, six months ago. So back in April, and that's when I released the first episode. It was inspired by listening to another podcast, you know, who talks about very similar to mine. Um, If some of you guys don't know who Sidel Curry Lee is, um, she has her own podcast. And I said, wow, like maybe I can um, help somebody else with the same topic. And that's kind of how, you know, I was inspired to make the podcast. I think I mentioned, you know, some of the topics that I've talked about, um, like the self-love, you know, because I think it's so important to love ourselves. And it's so important, even in our tough days, to love ourselves, give give ourselves grace. So stuff like that. I love that. I I definitely share some of those themes on my podcast as well, just focusing on mindset work and self-care and how we can just really be super compassionate with ourselves and find reasons to be happy. (laughs) Um, And, you know, just to focus more on the positive than the negative, because it's so fascinating to me that our brains are just hardwired to have a negative bias where we zone in on more negative things that are going on in our lives. And it can lead to, you know, just not really helpful thinking. So um, I think that you and I share a lot of that same content. Okay, so speaking of self care, self care is a buzzword right now on social Mm -hmm. media, I feel like a lot of people are talking about it and trying to incorporate more self care into their lives. What does self-care look like to you? Like what self-care habits do you incorporate into your day-to-day? Ooh, so um, that's that's a good one. Um, so one of the things, especially when I'm feeling stressed, I journal. So like 
journaling has really helped me, especially for the past few months. I just started it. It allows me to get my thoughts out on paper. So I usually practice gratitude and I, spe- and I especially do that in the morning. So like, um, what I'll do is I'll write down, okay, three things I'm grateful for, for today, like, and then um, three amazing things that have happened today. And it doesn't have to be like anything big. It can be like as simple as like, one amazing thing is like, oh, I decided to go for a walk. And um, then what I'll do is like, I'll kind of answer like some journal prompts. And that kind of helps me to, it grounds me as well as, you know, doing some mindfulness meditation in the mornings, like just having take five minutes for myself. Yeah, completely agree. Finding those quiet moments to reflect either through journaling or for me, walking is big. Like I'm really into walking outside. And I just, I think that you feel just different when you are intentional about doing those types of things. Like the days that are really chaotic and rushed when I don't get moments like that, I feel hectic in my head. Like my headspace is just not clear. And then that definitely trickles down to other things. Like then you're kind of not clearly communicating or you're not mindful and in the moment about what's what you're experiencing. So completely agree. And another thing too, like you mentioned walking, like I also like to walk and I go for my walk, even if it's just like 20 to 30 minutes every single day, just to, you know, get outside too. Um, I think it's important to spend time in nature. It'll give me that sense of being in the present moment as well. Walking has been so transformative for mental. I mean, it's like funny too, because it's so simple, right? Like it's just one of those things that sounds so basic. Like I'm going to go for my walk, but it actually has so many benefits. I think for me too, like you said, being out in nature, I'm so much more aware of my surroundings when I'm soaking Mm -hmm. in the sun or looking at the trees and the flowers around me. It really is so impactful. And like the other thing too, is when I listen to a podcast that is aspirational and inspiring and positive, that can also be done when you're walking or just, Mm -hmm. you know, puttering around the house. Like I really do enjoy being able to have a podcast to listen to. Right. Me too. So kind of parallel to self-care is self-love and self-compassion and being just patient and understanding with ourselves. So what does self-love look like to either you or kind of just like, what does that mean? What What's the definition of self-love? Yeah, so self-love, you know, and also self-compassion, to me, it means just being kind to yourself. You know, like, even on your lowest days, you want to congratulate yourself. And it doesn't have to be big. It can be very small. Like, for example, like, even if let's say you helped somebody like um, put away their groceries, you know, something, something like that. Or it could be as simple as Oh, I just got out, I just woke up out of bed today. And that is a reason right. to be proud of yourself, you know. Um, so, so that's kind of what self love means is like, you know, congratulating yourself, even at your lowest point, even if like in your brain, you think that everything you did was so wrong, but like just finding ways to, um, to, to congratulate yourself and, um, be, you know, find just little positive things. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, completely. It's all about kind of celebrating those little wins Mm -hmm. and they can be so minor, but I think that if you do those 
celebrations a few times a day, it really adds up. And like you said, too, if you're having a really tough day, like I, I think we've all had those moments where we're just like, I have no motivation to get up out of bed. I don't really have that much purpose or whatever you're experiencing, but just having those little celebrations of like, well, I took a shower and I went out for my Mm -hmm. walk and I called my sister and little things that you can do that, you know, are filling your cup and they do take some effort, but then you can kind of feel really proud of yourself for those moments. Right. I a hundred percent (laughs) agree. Yeah. It's, we gotta, we gotta love ourselves. And I think that if we don't love ourselves, we also have a harder time with expressing how we want others to love us. Right. And also to loving yourself, just even for me, like I, what I do is like, I have like little positive affirmations and like some things I'll say is like, I'm confident, Mm -hmm. I'm uh, compassionate, I'm a very honest person, like stuff like that, you know, just some positive affirmations. And that really makes a difference um, with your day as well, especially, you know, on your lowest days, you're always reminded that, you know, you are loved or um, you are confident, you know, even at your, you know, lowest point. Yeah, it's all about kind of like, being our own hype women and gassing ourselves up and being like, yeah, like I am deserving of good things and I'm worthy of an amazing life. And it's all those affirmations. And I also read somewhere that like our brains have a hard time deciphering between what's real and kind of what's more imaginative. And so even if, Mm -hmm. and I know it can be hard sometimes to be like, I love myself when maybe you don't. So you really have to kind of, I don't know if this is correct, but you have to kind of fake it till you make it. And sometimes it's really about just repeating Mm -hmm. those affirmations and going through the motions of someone who loves themselves so deeply. And then it's, it becomes second nature. Right. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, that's awesome. And I love that you do journaling and you're into walking just like myself. I feel like we get each other. So kind of thinking more about negative thinking as well and like ways to combat that. What are some mindset tips that you have or that you use to limit negative thinking or like focusing on the past or worrying about the future, like that anxious thought process? How do you avoid that? Ooh, so... It's um that's a good question because like this is something that I'm constantly working on because I tend to you know look at the past and say oh my god I wish I had done this better or I wish I did that but um I think one of the things that I do to kind of limit negative thinking is identifying my emotions like what's causing me to think this way and um how can we you know shift that mindset so that kind of allows me to really ground myself Another thing too is like, okay, whatever I'm going through in my head, you know, and as I mentioned, th- journaling, you know, I'll write it down on a piece of paper. And so that I can kind of see like, okay, everything that I've gone through, or i am been thinking about the past is like, okay, you know, this is probably what's um, causing my negative thinking. Here are some ways that I could shift that, you know what I mean? And I think that kind of helps to, you know, limit negative thinking and turn that negative thinking into something positive. Mm -hmm. Totally. And and it's all about kind of reframing, I think, just changing Mm -hmm. your perspective on things like something big that I'm really into right now is 
this or something better. I don't know if you've heard this expression before. No, I have not. Okay. So I want something. So it could be a, a job opportunity. It could be meeting a guy. It could be growing your podcast or, you know, chasing a certain career, whatever it is. And then you might be seeking these opportunities that just don't quite work out. And then you're like, okay, that's really annoying. And I feel really bad about it. And you kind of take it as, Mm -hmm. you know, a rejection or like a missed opportunity. But I'm kind of trying to always think like, it's either going to be this or something better. If this doesn't work out, then something better is coming along. along. Yeah. So it's always kind of like, yes, I'm going to go after my goals. And yes, I'm going to do my best to create an amazing, fulfilled life. But if things don't work out, it's okay. Because- something better is then Mm -hmm. on the way. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like how I am trying to shift my perspective on things. And I know that things sometimes come up in life that are just difficult and there are obstacles that you have to overcome. But I also feel like Mm -hmm. this is just our journey that is leading us to wherever we're supposed to be. I 100% agree. We mentioned like for me, like I've been trying to apply for some jobs. I'm going into the field of cybersecurity. And unfortunately, like cybersecurity is one of those career paths where it's like you have like either a degree or or a certificate or whatever, but like they want this amount of experience. And I have applied for some jobs and, you know, I've been getting constant, constant rejections. So that too has made, made me feel like, oh my God, like why am I getting all these rejections for. So I had to kind of shift my mindset and say, okay, well, there's something better out there for me. And, and another thing too, and I had like to mention this comparison, you know, we're always comparing ourselves to other people, especially other people on social media. And we have to kind of stop that and kind of tell ourselves, okay, there's always something better. And there's something better out there for me. Maybe it's not my time yet. A thousand percent. I think timing is everything. And fully buying into that belief that something is on the way. And for whatever reason, I am meant to have these little hiccups and these roadblocks, but it's steering me in the right path. I also feel like we are always trying to make sense of this. We're always like, why is this happening? Why am I getting rejected? Why are these job opportunities not leading me anywhere? And we're always kind of trying to analyze it. Like, I'm so guilty of this, like the overthinking, trying to figure it out. Like, Mm -hmm. it's it's so, I don't know, it's like not constructive at all. And I totally logically recognize that, but it's what we do. And I think that it's all about accepting that what's meant for us won't pass us by. Right. It'll happen when it's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like, I just, I think we have to really lean on that and surrender to not knowing. And oftentimes we can connect the dots after the fact, like we're like, oh yeah, I didn't get that job because I'm now in my dream job. Exactly. So you always have to think that way in order to not get stuck on the more negative things that are going on. If you have that positive mindset, you can really try to see that silver lining. So a hundred percent agree. And then the other thing too that helps me is this too shall pass because whatever it is you're going through, things in life are always changing on a dime. You never know what tomorrow is going to bring. Everything is really temporary. So it's, you know, fleeting. So whatever it is you're going through, 
even if it's like a good thing, like you always kind of have to think like, I'm going to be so grateful and accept what's happening right now. That's so wonderful. But like you, you always have to know that nothing is permanent. Right. I a hundred percent agree. Like, and I agree with that. This, this too shall pass. Like I have to constantly think like um, one day you're going to be in your dream job. Like one day, you know, you will have so many opportunities that are for you in the in the future. Maybe right now is just not your time. And this is something I have to constantly tell myself because I te- I'm very hard on myself, really and truly. Like I literally will beat myself up over it. And it doesn't have to be the the biggest things. It can be just something small. And it's like, all right, all right Erica, just let go. <laughs> let that go. Like, let it yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I also love what you did there with talking to yourself in third person. Sometimes you have to do that. You have to be like, all right, Paula, like we're, we're going to stop thinking this way. And like, I'll sometimes be like, there you go again. Like having these like overthinking tendencies, like we're just going (laughs) to call it a day. (laughs) And it sounds kind of ridiculous and I'm fully aware of that, but it actually does help to kind of remove yourself and have more of like a like, I'm going to like talk myself off this ledge. Right. I 100% agree. Okay. So I know you had an episode on your podcast where you had talked about social anxiety and your experiences with that. What are some of the ways that you have learned to manage it? Or what are some of the tips that you have for listeners who might be experiencing either social anxiety or just anxiety in general? I know so many of us do struggle with that. Yeah. So for me, this is something that I, because I have a therapist too. It's like the three, I think it's called the three, three, three method. It's like three things you see, three things you hear, stuff like that. And I use that to kind of, you know, ground myself. It's not so bad. You know, you're just going into um, the store and asking somebody for help. So that's like some ways that, you know, I tend to ground myself, you know, especially in like those, especially in those social situations. So I definitely, you know, use that method and that method has really, really helped me. And I strongly encourage it for your listeners, somebody who is struggling with social anxiety or just anything, like any kind of anxiety, really. Right. I love that. And I think what that method forces people to do is to be more in the moment. Like, right. what can I see? What can I feel? What can I hear? It gets you out of your head. So exactly. I think that's really helpful. I think that um, I like that method a lot because it's like, especially like if I'm in, if I'm so in my head, I'm just, it's just, it's a very dark place. I just think of like, I'm in a room and I'm just trapped or I'm in a room filled with, I guess I'll just say it junk <laughs> and it's just spread around everywhere. So, you know, like using that the three 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 method, and also another thing you know too is doing some doing a mindfulness meditation that I do, and also doing yoga has helped me a lot. Like, and I encourage that for anybody who's struggling, anybody who you know with their mental health, just try some of those methods. Um, it 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 might take a little time, but you will notice a difference. Absolutely, and just being consistent about it. Like I have sometimes had the tendency to use those types of strategies where like I'll do yoga or like have some of those practices, but then I kind of things come up, life happens. I don't, I'm not as consistent with it. And then you kind of start to see it not really pay off. So I think that's a big one too. When you are anxious, when you're going through an anxious period of time, you have to put some effort into really working on your mindset. And it takes 
it takes quite a bit of energy, you know, to be like, I am going to work on this actively. So I think that's, yeah, I love those, those methods. And I think it's all about just being in the moment. And I know it's easier said Mm -hmm. than done. A hundred percent. I always like to round out episodes with our own personal reasons to be happy because I think that each day Mm -hmm. brings its challenges, but it also brings its really joyful moments, big or small. So Erica, tell me, what are Mm -hmm. your current three reasons to be happy? Ooh, so this is, this is what I was thinking about. So like one thing for me is like spending quality time with family and friends, you know, that is like, um, one thing that makes me happy. Another thing is like watching some of my favorite movies and TV shows. And another thing is finding a good book. And I've definitely been getting into reading a lot. And that just, those are just like some of the things that make Mm -hmm. kind of make me happy. I love that. What are you watching these days? I'm always looking for TV racks or movie racks. Well, one thing I'm watching right now is um, Equalizer. It's with Queen Latifah. And then there's another show that I recommend. Um, It's currently not on Netflix, but I think season four or five is going to be releasing soon. But have you ever heard of you? I have. Yes, I love you. I love you. (laughs) It's creepy. It's kind of creepy indeed. <laughs> My cousin was the one who actually got me into that show. It's so good. It's so addicting and so dark and twisted, but highly entertaining. Highly entertaining indeed. Well, Erica, thanks so much for coming on Reasons to be Happy. Where can the listeners find your podcast, your social media, all that stuff? All right. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, yeah, so if you guys want to follow the um, my podcast, it's at the Take 30 Podcast um, Instagram page. Um, and if you, you guys want to follow my personal Instagram page, it's actually at Holloway underscore Erica 99. Awesome. Thanks, Erica. Thank you so much for having me.